2: Welcome one, welcome all, Tales of Tamriel episode 130. We are here, we are back, and we are in game this week. Mostly because uh, I'm still sick, I need more stamina recovery. And uh, I don't think anyone wants to see me cough every three seconds. So, we're here, and we got a lot to talk about today. I am joined, as always, by my faithful Nord companion, Arcanir. How are you, buddy? If you're muted, Ark
0: there we go ark you still Can you there hear me yes okay i was i was always here but um for some reason i guess discord failed i don't know Eh, it, it hates us from time to yeah. time
2: but it's okay we're here now we're good it's all it's yeah. all good so
0: <laughs> how you doing buddy i'm doing great yeah i mean the the, the intro music now has that um i don't know the effect that wakes me up so that's good
2: yeah i know right oh, yeah. it's just it's just <laughs> really awesome um and of course that intro music is brought to you by family jewels you can check him out youtube.com family jewels the description is in, or the uh, link is in our description for this podcast so please check him out he has a lot of awesome covers including the you know the full melody for the elder scrolls as well as a lot of video game covers check him out they all rock and uh you know, they're fantastic, so... Oh, I'm about to die. Well, we are in-game, and Arkaneer has bought himself a house. And a tree house, apparently, that he was just
0: building. I mean, um, this is actually a mere copy of the house I built in European side. Um, I just decided that I'd uh, make a copy of it here in North American server... Just about 15 minutes before the show, so it's not complete. But, well, um... We got stools... The stools doesn't mean it's complete.
1: <laughs> um,
0: in Europe, I have the uh, the crown Tamriel garden pack, which has large houses instead of uh, these 15k each ugly small houses, uh, trees that I just bought. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. Uh, well, before yeah. we really get too much into that, we should probably just hop right on into the main focus of Tales of Tamriel, which happens to be... Tales of Tamriel, yep. our gameplay within, and Arkaneer, So, since we're in your house, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing this week, adventuring around, killing Daedra, you know, drinking mead. Um,
0: I was building this house. You was, building- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got this house. This is the Autumn's Gate. As soon as the well, not as soon as I actually previewed a lot of the houses and. I had I have 500k gold over on European side, so I was limited to the medium to, medium to small houses. I mean, there are very nice medium to large houses, but um, I don't know why pay over 300k in gold and still have the same thing. So I decided to get this, this is a 60k north house right next to Nimleton, uh, kind of eastern part of the Niulton yeah and the reason I get this it that it has a great view well not if you don't put all these uh, terraces that we were we are currently running around but if you do if you can come here follow me Eric. oh yeah I'm coming this is actually the first time I've
2: been in well I shouldn't say that I did it on the PTS but only very briefly
0: so so okay. I have made some stairs up to here. So yeah. right here you can you have the view of this nice river or um, lake. I don't know. That's yeah, that's a river, I guess. Yeah, it's
2: well, yeah, it's part of a river because it goes. What is the, what is the name of the? Is it Lake Honrich? I think. I I can't. I
0: have no idea. I know it has I a have name. No idea. So I never actually thought about that. <laughs> So on the European side, I put some uh, stools, a table, uh, some lights on here, as well as two or three large, very large trees that uh, goes way higher than where we are standing right now, like the ones to our left. Mm -hmm. So it, it looks a bit nice, but as I said, this is a rushed version of that. So after that, after this place, you can come up here which uh, these planks are usually covered in trees as well, so it looks like a tree house. Okay. At this side, you have the Nimleton. Uh, you can see even the uh, Thane's large hole or whatever that is. So yeah. this is a nice view as well. Oh, it's it's very pretty. I, I always like
2: the Rift because it often reminds me a lot of my real-life house because <laughs> I think I've sent pictures on Twitter... And we have lots of these trees around my house, so especially in the early fall when the colors change, I've taken pictures of my backyard. It looks just like the Rift. So, I've contemplated. I think I might end up buying this house just because it, it is a very nice house.
0: I mean, it's it's just sixty k and oh, is that the, it? Uh, oh yeah, it's it's sixty k. Oh, I thought. I mean, it was the interior is really small. It's just one room, but yeah, I I don't even care about the interior. And all this setup, like the terraces and everything, costs like I don't know five k or something. And you can buy these planks uh, from the furnishing vendor in East March in Fort Amol, where uh, the army or the uh, council of or whatever the King Joruns is in. So it's it's in East March Fort Amol. You can buy these planks. Okay. Anyway, so on this side you have a lovely, um, I guess, forest or hills. Basically, the mountain scenery. Yeah. So there's that, and on this side you have. Well, this this isn't, this isn't really a good side. This is this I, is okay. the this is the bad side. and oh, I just fell yeah. off. <laughs> oops. But if you have, oops, I I fell down too. Okay. But if you have the large trees, I had instead of these. Oh yeah. 30k ugly l- small. L- Let's
2: talk about these trees here for a second. So you bought these trees, and you spent how much on them? Uh, fifteen k each. Okay, so you spent thirty k on Ebonheart. these two trees, and you got them out of Ebenhart.
0: Uh, a vendor in Ebonheart sold these trees yeah. to you. Okay, yeah, be, I'm I'm going to kill, because I I thought you know since they are fifteen k and since the name is something like cherry blossom tree or something, I was expecting you know something larger, something nicer, not this thorny Morrowind things.
2: Yeah, so I'll, just, I'll
0: just get rid of them.
2: I was to say cherry blossom trees aren't generally large, but these are some weird hybrid with these thorns going on. So, and you just turned it sideways.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought, why not? Why not show the freedom of um, housing? While yeah, that, at it?
2: that is really cool. <laughs> like, I mean, um, we were talking about this on the uh, dungeon crawlers earlier on, and and uh, talking about the housing uh, as a, as a whole on our uh, MMO General podcast we did last night so that'll be out later on this week and I know I was very positive about Homestead being like the freedom that Homestead offers is just
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's amazing like it's a lot of other MMO publications I know massively OP is another one MMORPG they're all hailing these things at this um, as one of the best housing systems in any game period um, And I was talking to Thais about the housing, and uh, I'm going to buy her a house in-game. And she's all excited about that. She's picking an Argonian house. I don't remember which one now, but mm-hmm. she picked one. And she's like, well, how is the housing? And she, she was playing Wildstar for a little bit. And the Wildstar housing, you know, for a lot of the stuff that was wrong with that game... The housing was done superb. People were just like that. Was pretty much all people wanted to do was, you know, WildStar housing. Yes, I just. <laughs>
1: um,
2: I obviously am not very good at jumping puzzles, um, but uh, I said pretty much the ESO homestead is just like WildStar. The only thing that WildStar has that ESO does not is the ability to uh, adjust the size of items. Like, you were able to get, like, a, a lamppost or something in Wildstar, and you would be able to control its, um, X, you know, XYZ axis. You could, you know, just like you could do in Blender or anything like that, so you could make it larger by just extending it out, right? Um, that's the only thing in terms of the type of housing that Wildstar had that ESO does not have. Like, everything you have is the size it is. Um, but this, like you said, this freeform placement that you're doing right here it is really, really cool. Like, not a lot of games actually have this level of freedom within the house. Yeah, you're con- you're confined to within the instant structure of the house itself. But if you buy something with a yard or something like that, it is it is quite nice. Like oh, this. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of standing up in floating platforms up in the air. I mean,
0: it's it's really awesome. I mean, the, it's it's just great. I mean, as I mentioned before the show, there are people, um, I think mean, it's the Alcast that shared with you, there are people that doing deadly parkours yeah. around the houses and everything. I just, I think the uh, height of the, you know, the height you can go up uh, scales off of the how large the house is. So you can't go, I guess, higher than this or maybe just a little bit in this house. Right. But other than that, I mean, the freedom is great. You can you can do everything. You can if you want a realistic house, you can do that. If you want, I don't know, maybe a mage tower kind of thing in your house. That's maybe I don't know. You are playing a mage, and their chairs float around and everything, anything like that. You oh, can yeah. do that. It's just it's just great. I, I love it. So that's this is how I've been spending my time uh, mostly this last couple of weeks. Um, I've been stealing stuff uh in hopes of getting designs for the housing, but all I got so far is green things like cargo box or um carrots stuff like that green stuff, but it is what it is yeah just oh. green stuff all right um I also whoa there you go, red bar table okay um I'll return the favor here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, there you go. Now you got a blue fair recipe fair, fair, that fair. I just picked up. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so, there. Now you got yeah. your first blue recipe for here. So, oh, you, no. oh, you, I, I'm... enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Very nice arc. I mean, I, I love the idea of these housings. And I know for those of you who've been following me personally, like on my Twitter and stuff like that, and I've been sick and I'm still sick. It's one of the reasons why we're doing just gameplay is because very frequently I I have to mute my mic and just cough like crazy so um I have not been feeling overly well so I haven't been able to play much I think the most I was able to play which I'll talk about when I get to talk about tales but it it's literally been the last 3 days I haven't even finished the quest on my main yet to get my apartment so that 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 is kind of a shame but you know it is what it is
1: Oh, no, I you mean, put a tree up here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was a good opportunity that uh, we are not using cameras, though, because I was actually thinking about how to showcase this house while I was talking about it. Like, I thought about maybe recording a video of it, and you bring it up on the screen, but um, this actually worked much better, so...
2: Yeah. And actually, we've gotten a lot of comments about our in-game com- or our in-game episodes when we do these, so uh I'm not I'm not feeling too bad about it especially since we've been talking tales very heavily it, it it all works out for us so i mean those who listen to the podcast are missing a little something but i feel like we're fairly descriptive enough that they can still enjoy and uh you know listen and you know live vicariously through us talking about housing while they're at work or on their commute etc cetera, etc cetera. so
0: uh, I I would wish to um describe it even further but um I mean if I were writing I could probably do that, but uh my speaking vocabulary is not I guess uh wide enough, so there's that, yeah.
2: <laughs> you sound quite good to me, Ark. I mean you have a better vocabulary than I do and English is my primary language, so there we go. <laughs> oh,
0: it's
2: just a it's just a problem on my end really, I'm just saying. Um but yeah, no, I like it, I like it a lot, man so uh, other than housing have you have you been doing anything else or have
0: any awesome other tales to to share um i for the first time in probably since the fir- except the first week of uh Ritz becoming a thing daily Ritz breaking becoming a thing, I started doing Ritz actually, on okay the European side uh because I was watching um LOS stream and she got one of those master writs. Yeah, uh, it was selling for something like I don't know 300, 400 k. Oh yeah. So I like okay okay I should, I I went all right I'm I'm doing Ritz now from now on, but um you should come I got out one. and help
2: me do this dolmen too by the way.
0: Uh, okay, where is it?
2: Uh, it's the one to the north, the ragged hills. You just just come out of the house. Um, no, so, uh, I, they they do uh, based on how the master writs work for those who haven't encountered them yet. Whenever you do a normal crafting writ, you have a chance of getting a, a box that, that is the crafting writ, right? And depending on how complicated it is to do, it offers a certain amount of writ vouchers. Obviously the more, the more complicated, the more writ vouchers you get. So if you're seeing ones that are like super high up there, yeah, I've seen ones that are like forty some uh, voucher writs are going mm-hmm. for three, four hundred thousand easy. So yeah, my, yeah, mine is
0: unfortunately only seven watchers, so I guess it's not that.
2: Yeah, but it's also easier. Still. I mean, some of some of the other ones are very, very difficult. I just picked up another mm-hmm. diagram for Nord Bed. That's awesome. Do you.
0: Where did you get it? I'm looking at the stream, and you are I'm, killing a bear.
2: I'm going to invite you to group. I should have done that earlier. That way, you can follow me around. Uh, I just decided to go over here and do this um, this delve. And
0: oh, you are going for the delve. actually
2: no, no. I'll come over to the dolmen just because I see that okay. the dolmen's up. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just I'm just in here making something interesting for people to watch who are watching the stream, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I saw a lore book, so obviously I had to go get it.
1: <laughs>
2: so, crafting route or uh, vouchers—that's where we were. Did you yeah. have you looked at the vendor
0: yet to see what all you can buy with the vouchers? Yeah, with the vouchers, there's a lot of I, stuff. Because I can't craft the vouchers; it's nine trades. Some of them it, are not all of them. Uh, okay, my, mine required. Uh, it wanted me to craft more colden. And I basically don't have nine traits on any of the characters I have, so. Gotcha. Uh, either way, I'll probably sell them. Okay. Because um, is is it the? What items does the vendor has? Is it furnishing or?
2: Yeah, there's actually one of the things that you can get. That's how you craft the target dummies. That's mm-hmm. how you. There's a special. Um, there's a special. Crafting, You know how you can put the, the crafting stations in your house? There's a yeah. special crafting station that learns the different styles. So ah. like you can make it learn to do Twice Born Star, for instance, and you can do it in your house.
0: I see. I mean, I honestly wouldn't care about that, so I'll probably just sell them away. Because the only thing I care about in the house is the exterior view, which is why I made all those terraces and stuff like that. So um, I'll probably just sell them and make some gold and get one of the larger houses and do the same thing with them too. I extend the walls, make them so that I can climb them and enjoy the view. Right. Okay, yeah. Um,
2: It it all depends, and they also have the ebony style. The only way to get the ebony style outside of purchasing it from people who bought it from Ritz is to get it from um, oh wow it's actually we just we just summoned a uh, commander oh yeah uh, that, that
0: counts towards an achievement right it does
2: yes. um but yeah no it, it's the ebony style you can also get from from uh, crafting writs like I think it's 300 total crafting writs to get the full book ooh so that's why Not you're thoughts. and I think it's twenty five crafting writs per page. So I mean you can you can get other stuff, but like I said, twenty-five per page are I think to buy every single page independently it costs three hundred and I think twenty five or fifty. Um so it's actually cheaper to save up all three hundred and just buy the complete book. But you have to wait till you can get all three hundred to buy the book. But there's actually a lot of very interesting things in there. In fact, actually, after I'm known this, I'll run over there and we will we can look at it. So, True. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really, really good stuff in there. So, you know, it might be... Chest here. Oh, hey, you go ahead and grab it. Oh, I'll grab it because I'm to... I have my inventory full. So. Oh, well. We might as well... Uh, let's go ahead and port to Deshaun then. And uh, we can go look at those crafting because there's some really good stuff in there. And yeah, obviously not everyone can do some of the writs because if it's like a nine trait writ, well, you know, yeah, you're not going to be able to do anything because let's face it, unless you have all nine traits, you can't do it, but you could then sell it or hold on to it, whatever you want to do.
1: Yeah.
0: it's either way. It's nice. And I don't know. I'm not a fan of dailies most of the time, but I mean, if it if it has a chance of giving me a 300k gold reward, I'm <laughs> I'm all down for it.
2: Or more, yeah. And <laughs> you know, you're probably playing the game the right way because eventually, as the system ages, the writs won't be worth as much because as yeah. the market floods obviously you're not going to get 300k for them in maybe six months when most people have everything already you know that's that's why everything seems really expensive right now is because not everyone has everything so therefore the prices are jacked up super high because it's like hey people are willing to spend the money now they won't be in a few months so you might as well get it get in while you can Um, and I see some Uh, people in chat, Tim Twig. Hey, uh, the Ritz are actually a really good way of making money, especially if you are a crafter. If you're not a crafter, there's a little bit, you know, that goes into it. But I mean, simply doing the Ritz every day nets you somewhere in the, oh, and I see Asari's on stream. Stream sniping me right now on his drunk Khajiit. I really like that. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the problem of doing online, uh, online streams here you, you can have people kind of just show up uh where is the person that i need to talk to they're normally right here i thought maybe i'm kind of crazy um normally the merchant guy's right here but maybe i'm not high enough to see I, him on this character um,
0: okay. i think the furnitures in Mornhall are in the city center
2: no no it's not a furniture guy it's actually the return in oh. guy he's normally outside where you hand in the ritz but um, I don't know if I can't oh, see. them okay, I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. We'll we'll go ahead and move on because this makes for not interesting radio at this point if we're just <laughs> messing around. But other, there are some really neat things that you can get with it, and you know, it it might actually be worth your your time, especially on your EU character if that's where you're spending all your time now. Um, to to work on your crafting and get it done right, because mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I mean, like you said, even doing the writs. one of the reasons, like, if people have been watching, you might notice I'm not on a jealous right now, and you'll be like, what What blasphemy is this? It's actually because I'm trying to level this girl up, not really to play her, but in order to earn enough skill points so that she can become a crafting, essentially, a mule, where what she will then do is she will then do writs for me, Every day, as long with my main, with higher chances of getting um, more of those masterets, and also more of um, tempers to sell. It's one of the best ways to make money in this game. So that's why I'm kind of leveling her up, so that way she can be a a uh, crafting mule in the future. So I mean, she's she's getting there, but I need about a hundred points sense. to do it. <laughs>
0: I should do one character in Europe for the same purpose as well, but ah, too lazy, too lazy. My goal is to do like all twelve
2: <clears throat> and just have all. Of, well, we will be fourteen when Morrowind comes out, but I might actually play a Warden. I don't, I don't really know. I'll think about it. I'm
0: definitely playing a Warden.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I like my Templar too much. I can't get away from it. As Sorry knows who's following me around. Um. We we gravitate towards Templar characters, and that's pretty much all we ever play because we can't
0: get away from it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I will see when the, when the class release. Right, right. At this point, at this point, without seeing it, because the visuals is, is an important part too. I mean, if it looks, if it doesn't look the way I expect it to look, uh, I'll probably won't play it, even if the class is quite good i don't know i elder scrolls is visual for me so i i
2: can't i can't lie i mean a lot of that is why uh, sometimes i'm like can i get away without doing monster helms why because they're ugly (laughs) not not because the stats aren't good but because they're ugly that's why elder scrolls online needs a true transmog system and i know we were talking earlier one of the things that kind of made me upset with the Morrowind was, I, I remember talking to Robot Dancer before, before the stream came out, going, I really hope that with what they have going on, that they announce a full like transmog system, because I knew mm-hmm. something big was coming out, and I was hoping that that's something that we would see. We all you know kind of figured out Morrowind, and I was hoping that was one of the feature sets. So it not being on their list is like, oh, that's kind of a shame. But hopefully in the future, that's something they'll work on, maybe on a quality of
0: life DLC in the future. I don't know. I, I, I hope so. I mean, they talked about adding some new bonuses to ESO Plus uh, right. due to the fact that Morrowind is not a DLC but an expansion. Um, I It's just a hope. Not that I think it will actually happen, but... You know, that bonus to be the transmog system, like costume dying, is a bonus. Transmog could be an ESO plus advantage as well, which would be nice.
2: Oh yeah, no. I mean, they already let us dye costumes. I mean, Mm -hmm. they were looking for ways to make the ESO plus more of a thing. I mean, I don't know. I'm fine with it, because I'm all for sub. I don't know how much it would go over if if uh, they said no you couldn't transmog
0: unless you were uh ESO plus sub. I don't know. I, I think it'd be do it neat. the same way they did the costume dice. Yeah. I mean they, they are do. they are selling uh, individual costume dice as well for those who are not um, ESO plus. But if you are a ESO if you are a ESO plus you can just do it freely. If you are not you can buy them off of Crown Store. Uh, they could do the same with the transmog system. Right absolutely but i can I see that i don't think it'll happen in the near future but yeah
2: it's it's a hope right
0: yeah it's a hope
2: nice so
0: what else have you been doing anything fun um yeah uh one thing was that uh, robot dancer uh, in our guild organized a world boss run I think she is doing it today as well. Uh, I'm just checking Discord. And she is,
2: 7 p.m. Uh, 7
0: p.m. Eastern. In roughly
2: yeah. 20 minutes, so people might actually get a chance to do that as well. So Ark, you should definitely come out and do this Dark Anchor with me. Just saying.
0: I'm on my way. Awesome. So um, I did that, and it was fun to do something with the guild again, because lately I haven't been able to do much with the guild, Mm -hmm. things of fate, since I actually do sleep at nights now. Um, But she was doing it uh, which corresponded to 1am or something like that for me, which was affordable. uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I did that. It was fun. We decided not to do Rothgar with the guild, because coordinating uh, the um, What's the word? The world bosses? Uh, the the ob- external um, additional objectives, whatever mm. they are, like collect 50, whatever, or free prisoner thing is difficult within the party because sometimes it doesn't count and you have to wait. And if it's a group of people you don't really know, you can just quit the group and continue with your questing, but uh, it doesn't really work when you're within the guild, so... Right. Yeah, anyway, it was fun, and it's it's happening today, too. So if you're interested, if you're in Wings of Fate on North American Mega Server, or if you just want to do the event, you can do so. just um, send a message to anyone in Wings of Fate or Blood Blood Eye, was her? Yep, um, Blood Eye. Yeah, or Blood Eye for an invitation, I guess. Yep. So, yep, that's about it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and we do a <laughs> lot
2: of guild events. On Tuesday, we have our uh, Pledge Night. Um with kilted piper uh wednesday we don't do anything thursday's imperial city with me um most of these times are eastern so it's eight for pledges and then nine uh for everything else except for the saturday event um and then fridays is trials so we do normally normal trials and then saturdays um at 6 p.m eastern or 7 p.m eastern generally is uh blood eyes we'll say Lobby event. You don't have to be a low level, but it's, you know, it's doing things like, um, Sky Shard hunting and, uh, delve clearing, world boss clearing, stuff like that, that with one Tamriel world bosses are not, if, unless you have a good build, aren't always soloable anymore. So getting together to do groups for that is something that is, is definitely very cool. So, um, definitely check all that stuff out. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that's that's a lot. That's my, my... gameplay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, well, for me, like my gameplay is going to be unfortunately wo- wo- woefully short, mostly because I was sick. And I know people were making fun of me in, in discard, going, "You know, ag. The whole idea of this was you're supposed to fake being sick when Homestead comes out, so you can play more, not actually be sick and play less." Uh, unfortunately, I, I must have messed that up, and I got sick. So for the past two weeks, I haven't really been playing at all because I've been so sick. I just haven't done anything. Uh, Wednesday was really the first time that I played for longer than five minutes, like besides logging in and just doing my, my daily writs or something. Um, so if that means and that's how sick i was and that's one of the reasons why i don't even have my house yet because i just haven't even logged in and, and done anything so i don't know like it, it it's been it's been really rough but on wednesday um balessian guild awesome guy one of the guys that i met when i was down in uh, dc for a week uh because my my job sent me down there for training so i got to meet him i got to meet TES fangirl it was really awesome um but he's like, hey, Imperial City Knight, you guys always do dailies, but I've never done the main story quest, so therefore I can't pick up the dailies. And I told him, hey, I'll definitely help you out because there's actually two quests in there that are very difficult to complete solo unless your build is really good. I'm talking like Mael- Maelstrom Arena uh, type of build where you have good survivability self heals because they were originally attended as group events. And that is the mm. temple and the arena. Cause you actually have to go in and do the arena event. And you also have to do the, um, uh, what was the other event you had to do? Uh, the temple event, both of which summon bosses that are not intended to be soloable. So that is something to, you know, keep in mind. Um, so we actually spent about two hours doing that. I did it on this, uh, this character you see here, um, my, my Nord um, stamina sork, because I'm like, hey, why not? I need levels, and, hey, and it, it's helpful to do dailies on her, too. So I went ahead and I did it on her. Um, it took us about two hours to do all, all seven quests, the six districts, and then the one that leads you down into the, the chamber of the dragon fire. Um, so, I mean, it, it went well, like it, it, went really well. We did run into quite a few bananas that night and it was kind of frustrating because there was, I think a group of like five or six of them that were just running around like crazy, killing everything in their path. Um, and all of the districts was held by Almari dominion. So we'd be in there, we'd be, you know, doing our thing, running around trying to do these quests. And all of a sudden this group of, you know, five or six, uh almari characters would come running through and if we if we didn't hide they'd they'd get us because i mean i'm obviously at that point i was on like a level 23 character (laughs) gear is not really a good thing so it's like eh, you know i'm not on my pvp character we were outnumbered It, it just it wasn't good so we went ahead and we did that and um we actually finished it, which was really cool. Uh, so he got finally got done with that storyline, and I gotta tell you, that storyline
0: is probably one of the, my favorites in the game. Have you have you done oh, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a long time actually, so I have to redo it. But um, my favorite part, as far as I can remember, is the um, you know in the noble district. There is a there are legion members that are defending.
1: Yes, uh, yes.
0: The, I mean, it would be spoilers to actually explain why I love it the most. You, can, I think you can you, you because let,
2: let's do this. Uh, if you have not done it and you really are worried about spoilers, skip ahead five minutes in the podcast or ten minutes in the podcast.
0: Um, yeah, I, I don't remember that detail. Well, uh, yeah, all right. Five if you minutes. do, you can. You can. Um, Anyway, so yeah, they no, are... I'll go over. But it,
2: it's been over yeah. a year since it's been out, so I don't feel too bad about spoilers
0: because it has been out for over a year. So, well, wow, there's that. But um... anyway, so basically, they are um, using. Was it some kind of scroll or? Um... Some like that to stay alive and not die. They are basically yeah. using some type of magic to be mortals. It it's is almost
2: necromancy, can... like he keeps yeah. resurrecting them over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. That so that's how they can still defend that position on um in the middle of the city against all those Daedra. And the way they explain it to you, the way they act when you learn about it or when they are when you ask about it. It was just amazing. I don't know. It was very good character writing and acting, I guess. Right. So that that became my one of my favorite quests in, um, in the Imperialistic quest line. Oh, I also forgot to mention during my time, we also <clears throat> uh, robot Sir Poofington. Sorry yep. about. Um, All during... I know is his, his
2: uh, avatar in, uh, in Discord is Tartar Sauce, Angry Cat, and
0: I love him <laughs> for it. So, I'm, yeah, I'm sort of okay um, with this.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it was on Friday morning for him, uh, Friday afternoon for me, and Friday night for um, Robot. But um, we also started... They were doing the quest, and I just tagged along. Okay. But, yeah, yeah the AD was a big problem there as well. I... They're just... We, I mean, they were on their uh, new characters, and... As you know, I'm not a PvP character. I can tank maybe two to three alt dominion, but that's it.
2: So Well, we you're also getting... set up for PvE, so you don't have impan. Yeah. You're a tank, you have a little bit of survivability, but in the end
0: you're not set up for that playstyle, so you're you're at a disadvantage. And eventually Robot had to go and I had to get some work done, so we left uh before we were able to um get through the entire thing, but yeah, AD is a problem on Haderos right now. <laughs> you know, what's really weird is
2: it it wasn't always that way. Like, AD, per, or uh, that was kind of like the DC camp, or not DC, uh, EP campaign for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when the shift happened, but yeah, it seems very EP or AD heavy right now. And it's only a seven-day campaign, so th- it is what it is. But yeah, mm-hmm. there were a lot of them. I mean, even... Even last night, there were a lot of of AD more so than I than I would have thought. Right, like I I was I was surprised to see as many AD as we as we yeah. as we saw. I mean, we
0: we selected headers because it was easy to PvP there. At some point, I mean, I think that was one of our reasons for going headers with the guild events. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. It's just always
2: been Hatteras because it's it's low pop. So the chances of running into big zergs, I think, are, are a lot of the reason. Because our, our Imperial City Night isn't designed as a gank fest. We don't go in with the intention of PvP. We go in with the idea that their PvP could happen. But we treat it like a PvE event. We go in, we do the dailies, we hunt down the world bosses... Go into the sewers, hunt the bosses there, and then do the molek ball uh, simulacrum event. That's that's what the Imperial City Night is for us. Um, but you know, yeah, it, there's been a lot more PvP of late,
0: so which there, there is, is why I should still Galisknur's build and get myself some PvP gear. Yeah, yeah, I I
2: have a few PvP sets that I need to you need to break out and, and, and roll through because um, definitely, definitely want to make sure that I can actually do PvP related events and not, mm-hmm. not have any problems in case things happen. Like that was like that night that I was originally planning on playing on this character. Um, the first night that I brought her into IC before she even finished all the stuff. I know this character is not built for PvP, so it's like... I don't bring her if I know there's a PvP event, but halfway through, I'm like, that's it. I'm giving up, and I got my, my Templar and brought him in just because that's that's where I go for PvP, right? My Templar is my baby. He's the guy who I do everything on. Um, and, and the night went a lot better when we did that because I think there was... I'm trying to remember who all it was with me at the moment. Uh, Mr. Mr. Pink was one, and there was one more, and I apologize. This was like last week or two weeks ago, so this was a little while ago. It wasn't necessarily this week, but when that event was going on, we're like, that's it. We're done, because we, we were all in leveling characters, and we're like, we're getting our PvP characters. We'll be back. We all logged <laughs> out after getting wiped and went, okay, done, and and we we all hit that up, so that was that was really cool to do um we actually did IC on thursday night too which was the second time that i was on and we again hit a few pvp times i i think our entire group got wiped out once but knowing that i wasn't on a pvp character i hid like the little girl that i'm playing because i made a female nord and i hid i mean i did some parkour stuff like the entire group is dying and i'm like oh no they're gonna get me so i snuck and jumped over a hole in a wall and like landed on the side of the uh, of the building wall and kind of like hugged the ledge as i like worked myself around assassin's creed style um (laughs) and they were trying to look for me because they knew i was around but no one thought to jump over this very large gap hole and circle around to the outside of the (laughs) building where i'm like clinging on like spider-man so that was that was interesting to see. Oh, and I just got a skill point. That's Are awesome. you seeing in game chat? Uh I have in game chat turned off so that uh the stream doesn't have to see anything of
0: note. So So uh, <laughs> uh, made made in China <laughs> made made in China. So made in China in in game chat said, darn podcasters killing everything. <laughs> nice nice I'm,
2: I'm glad you you highlighted that out um <laughs> i'm surprised they're in here that's really cool um yeah i i, I have chat turned off because i didn't really want you know anyone in our chat to be seen or anything like that so mm-hmm. i i hid that but that's i'm kind of sad that i have that hidden now so
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, man that's awesome <laughs> um I'm, They must be watching the show. I have to watch the show. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but yeah, so we we were doing the IC night there, and that went really well. Um uh, up until the point where we got towards the very end of this whole thing, and we were doing this the uh Moleg Ball event, and the the um the ad showed up and we're like oh no oh no and i'm like everyone stick together stick so we're like fighting Molig ball while kiting around this platform because there was only a handful of the ad so we outnumbered them but i'm sure they didn't know that they probably outnumbered us in terms of uh pvp skill because most of the people were either on leveling characters or don't pvp very often so they probably could have wiped the floor with us but our larger numbers kind of scared them off, and they eventually <laughs> walked off because there was there were a few of us who were set up for PvP. Mostly Gallusner, um, myself. I was set up for PvP, even though I was on a lobby. So I was you know like attacking and made it look like we knew what we were doing, so that we kind of
0: scared <laughs> them off from attacking us. I, and, I heard you made Gallusner switch to his stamp, stamina build. I did. I did. Um,
2: there's a build on DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com called Support Shields that he'd been working on. It's a Magica um, Magica DK healer build. It's it's really cool. Him and uh, Sean Ownu from our uh, Xbox community had were doing a tandem event and working on it together, and he was using that. Well, there's nothing wrong with the build. I just missed my Berserker because. I'm used to charging in, and Gallsner was always right there with me. Like, and Ark, you're the same way. When you're playing, you're always right there with me. I can always charge and know that you guys are just, like, right there. Um, and it made IC Knights feel really weird because he's standing in the back healing and not up charging with me, and I didn't like it, so I made him change. <laughs> so, I mean, that's literally the long and short of it was I didn't like the fact that I couldn't see Galsner anymore, and... Uh, he had to switch back, so yeah, that was a thing.
0: I made him do it. You're 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 even affecting people's gameplays because of your. Oh yeah, no, the Elder Scrolls Online. I don't even know what to call it. Is not about freedom.
2: It is about whatever Ag tells you to do, and <laughs> that's how it's going to roll. So, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Except for Galisner, he, he he does whatever I tell him to do because he's a smart man. He um, also.
0: All of us do what Amanda said, Dark Lord of D C N.
2: Oh, only you who accept gifts from her. She has you under her control, not not me. No. I never accepted path, a gift from the little
0: power rings. her.
2: Yeah, I, I rejected Sauron and his offer. The Lord of Gifts. Yeah. No, I said no. So, you know, that's a thing. I, I was not I was not swayed by the darkness. Um And then I'm trying to think if I did anything else. I didn't get to run Trials Night because we had our Dungeon Crawlers podcast. Uh, So if you like MMO uh, General Discussions, check that out. That's uh, featuring myself, uh, Asari from Tamriel Foundry and the Errant Penman, and also Broden from the Network and Tarua. Um, You probably saw her a few times. She used to be on ESORP, and now she does a lot of streaming. So. Uh, if that's something that interests you, not just tails, uh, tails and ESO discussion, check that out. We do all, we do talk tales or not tails. We do talk Tamriel and ESO if there's big news, but it, it's a general MMO podcast, so it's pretty much anything that we feel like talking about. So keep that in mind. Um, trials Night happened last night, but I would we normally do the recordings on Wednesday nights. But I again, I was sick, and I, I messaged everyone, I said, "Guys, I thought I was getting better, but I sound like crap. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to do the podcast tonight. Can we postpone?" So we ended up postponing till, uh, till Wednesday or uh, Friday night. I was like, "I feel better now, of sorts. You know, obviously I'm doing this show too, even though I'm a little stuffy. Um, I'm like I feel better of sorts I think we can do the show let's do it tonight because it was the one free night that we all had that we could do it um, so we all got together and uh, and did that show so that was really cool um, and we talked some homestead and, and, and things like that and a few other news topics that we're going to talk about later um, but I didn't get to play unfortunately and then today I was doing some crafting writs, and obviously I'm playing now leveling up this character um running around doing some world bosses, and uh, I'm also about ready to do this uh public dungeon, so that'll be fun um but that's kind of that's kind of it for my gameplay i I really wish I had more but um unfortunately like even though I had a desire to play, I was pretty much laying on my back, coughing up a lung for the past two weeks so I apologize that my tales might be somewhat short and not as not as much as what I really would have wanted, but there's that. Oh, I did start uh, Craglorn though. Craglorn is a thing now, and I finally got to start that, and I'm really trying to take my time with it because the idea of the Celestials, as we talked about Mm -hmm. um, last episode, really has me very fascinated. Right? Like I just like I like the idea of them. And one of the very first books I read, which I was going to read it on the stream today, but I honestly forgot about it till just now. Um, Maybe I'll do that next week when I actually get a chance to really start playing in in Craglorn. But there's a diary journal talking about a stargazer watching the stars and seeing the stars disappear in front of her eyes. And it's written like a journal entry. it's, It's actually really good. And as I was reading it, I'm like, wow, this is kind of creepy. Like, the way she's writing it. Like, if you read it and not just skim <laughs> through it, but try to place yourself in the person's shoes, you realize going, wow, this is actually kind of mm-hmm. disturbing if, if you take into account that the person reading this right now is legitly... Frightened, like she's really scared about what's going on. Like, what is going to happen? She has no idea, and um, they're really, really worried. It's 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 really yeah. cool to
0: see. Like, it it really is. So, I should continue with the Craglorn as well. I mean, the last episode, I, I well, I was just just started the quest line. But for the past two weeks, I didn't get back into it, mostly because housing released. Yeah. But yeah, I should do some quests uh, in Craglorn before the next next week's episode as well. Right. Yeah, definitely do that. Is
2: I feel like this is a really really short. Isn't this supposed to be a public dungeon? No, it's I not. It's, so. a, delve. it's a delve. Yeah, it's just a delve. All right. Um. I was sitting here going, I thought this was a public dungeon, but you're right. I'm thinking of something else. Uh, I'm going to go around again because I didn't get the the world boss. But, yeah, that's kind of the end of our tales, guys. Um, I really hope you enjoyed uh, our tales of Tamriel, which, again, is the primary focus of this podcast, not just news. But we do have news that we want to talk about. And uh, I'm going to start it off because I'm going to have Ark do some reading the news, but he has to probably get ready for that. Um, but we do have the first news topic, which is actually really, really exciting. Um, I believe it was broken on MMORPG.com, but it came out, it was revealed that The Elder Scrolls Online has sold 8.5 million copies of the game since its release back in 2014. Now, I'm not overly big on box sales because, I mean, I bought a copy of the game from my best buddy back in the day, and. He played it for, like, two hours with me when it first came out. He was like, it's not really for me. Um, and then didn't really play anymore. And then came back a few months later, played it pretty heavily for a month or two. And then, you know, with work and stuff, he, he just stopped playing again. But it still counts people who bought the game. As long as, they're, as, long as their account's not banned or anything like that, it counts them. So... Box sales in and of itself, again, that's really impressive. We can't really determine how much money they made because this game has been on sale a lot. So eight point five million at sixty bucks, that's impressive. But a lot of times this game is on sale for like ten bucks, stuff like that. So that you know, if a lot of the sales happen when it's on sale, that's not as impressive. What is impressive though is is that the last time we heard anything about box sales was at E3 2016, all right? Where they announced 7 million. It it's not even up to E3 yet. So roughly 6 to 8 months later, they've already sold 1.5 million copies in 6 to 8 months. That is more impressive because yeah. of how short it was since the 7 million to the 8.5 million, right? That's why it's it's actually really cool. And we were talking about this on, on the Dungeon Crawlers, but also here, um, some people are speculating it might be because of the Morrowind announcement, but I honestly think that the Gold Edition, as well as 1 Tamriel, really, you know, it brought a lot of people back, as well as, I believe it it got a lot of people to buy the game in the first place, because... They're like, oh, I I saw the bad Steam reviews a while ago, et cetera, et cetera. But I hear it's a lot better now with one Tamrail, like it should have been at release. And we're seeing a lot more people coming into the game now because of this than we've ever seen before.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if. You know, most of the arguments against this is that uh, how many of those 7 million or 8.5 million is active players. But as you mentioned, in, it just went up for 1.5 million uh, sales in about uh, 68 months. Mm-hmm. And even if all, not all of them are active, that an increase of 1.5 million box sales in 68 months and considering those are new players they'll be active too i mean in, in either case it's it's a huge success in my eyes in my opinion
2: oh yeah absolutely i i agree 100% and that's why i wanted to talk about it because it is something that is really exciting for the game because yeah you know it's not sub numbers or anything like that so a lot of people aren't may not even be playing anymore but it's the fact that it happened all within the last couple months and not even you know moving that many game copies in a few months is very impressive so mm-hmm. great job zos i mean despite the fact that you know i'm not real fond of your your crown store or anything of that nature i think more stuff should be in the game outside of that that's honestly my only big complaint about the game overall i mean and that's and that's not gameplay that's that's just monetization so i mean you guys have done an amazing job To make a game that honestly is very um, addictive, (laughs) uh, very fun to play, and also supports our amazing community. So, I mean, I can't complain about the gameplay of it at all. So, I'm all happy with that. So, congratulations, awesome, on that.
0: There's another thing that you complain about, and that's the lack of dragons.
2: Oh, you had to bring that up. (laughs) I had to, Uh, Well, the problem is they can't add dragons to the game yet because there's a technical problem with the game. And that is my Sexplar build is so OP that it tends to break the game servers. So until they can resolve that and bring it back to, you know, average players or, you know, like your build below average
0: builds, we can't do much for it. So no dragons yet. The, the reason your <laughs> sex player um, breaks the server isn't because it's OP, because it so doesn't make sense. The servers actually can't comprehend what the build is about. Is it yes? Is it tank? Is it something completely irregular and useless? The server crashes because of that. Can't comprehend the. <laughs> whatever the
1: build
0: build is. Yeah, uh, I hear you. I hear you. No, no. <laughs> whatever it's all
1: good
2: it's all good um but yeah no that's that's kind of that's kind of where we're at um so that was a uh, our first news topic so and that one that's a very awesome one so uh, i think we have a, a few more to
0: to hit up uh yeah uh we have the patch 6. Uh, two point six point seven I'll just read the overview. The Elder Scrolls Online version 2.7.6 is an incremental patch that fixes a number of game crashes and also fixes the issue where player characters would become invisible in Cyrodiil. We also fixed the issue where you were not receiving the daily bonus rewards granted through the grouping tool and addressed the number of master read and housing-related bugs. The size of this patch is approximately 224 megabytes.
2: Yeah, that was a big issue early on um after homestead was that people were invisible um so i know they were working on that to get that figured out as soon as possible because you know that that obviously is is a big problem um is you know <laughs> hey i can't if see can't people can't see your enemy i can't see
0: people <laughs> yeah so my uh, main is after housing was actually the crashes and infinite loading screens and stuff like that but um I guess they uh, fixed it, so that's something. Yeah, I, know, I didn't I didn't log in too frequently to notice that, but if it's fixed, then I'm happy about it. Right? Yeah. No, it's so
2: far from what I'm hearing is uh, I haven't heard any issues about the the bug or the Cyrodiil crashes. So that's that's a plus, um, but. I know one of the other issues that they were trying to fix was there was an issue where there was a master writ that was getting put out. It was for a set that wasn't available yet, I believe. So you couldn't actually finish the set. Um, And they were, I believe that was what the issue was, was that you couldn't actually finish the set. Um, but Hmm. they actually had a fix in for that too because that was a problem like they're like okay we got it people are getting this this writ but this writ does not allow them to actually you know do anything like you can't finish it so if you got it it's worthless and
0: now apparently that has been fixed as well also, another problem with the housing, but I didn't uh, report it yet, and I don't know if it's fixed. But you can actually place an item outside your house. If I you scroll too far, you can place it outside your house, and really? you can't re- you can't interact interact with the object again because well, it's outside your house boundaries. Right. So uh, in my European house, I have two floating um, posts like uh, the wooden posts that are just outside the edge of my house and I can't fix them because I can't interact with them. I also have a table uh, that just went a bit over the plank on one of the viewing areas that I showed you and Mm -hmm. I can't interact with it either so they're just staying there. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I forgot to report it, actually, so, um, I don't know if anyone else was clumsy enough to put something outside of their houses, I don't know, but, um, that's a problem as well. I believe they uh, mentioned it on ESO Live that that
2: was an issue that they were looking at, so, uh um, Could be. I didn't
0: watch ESO Live yet, so... N-
2: Nerdman um, in chat saying you can recover those things by close, uh, closing them in the list of all your items, um... By choosing them, oh, by choosing them on a list of all your items, so you can actually open like a master list and get them
0: because oh, you can see I didn't that. know that yeah yeah
2: that, yeah, thanks for that i'll I'll do that that's so. that's a nice thing, yeah, so now you can actually recover those items, so that that's really cool, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad they they fixed a few of those. There were a few issues with housing when it came out, most of them were kind of minor like that. The Cyrodiil one was the biggest one that would affect gameplay, so I'm, I'm glad they were they were looking at that pretty quickly. So,
0: yeah. Oh, I just found something. Yeah. Um, it, where I am, there is a robot, and if I use it, I go to Mournhold. Yeah. I never found it. Before. Yeah, there's a few boats. Like there is,
2: people do the 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 way shrines and think oh that's the only way there are a lot of ways to travel in the game that don't involve way shrines like there are ships and stuff that will take you to various places like you can actually get to alakir desert from uh way rest from the docks in way rest you can get to i believe you can you can get to um (sighs) why am i drawing a blank um the city, the Nord city, the big Nord city, where you know Windhelm. Windhelm, thank you. Um, <laughs> from Shadowfen and vice versa, because there's wow. a dock. My, my
0: immersion meter just went crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Like you can actually get use those docks and and take ships to various parts of the world. So that that's definitely something that's cool. Um. So that that was that patch. Mm-hmm. Nothing real big. But you know, it is what it is. Hey, we got another named boss. Woot! Um, what is our our next? We had one more news topic, I believe. Yes, and that's the warden skills leaked. Oh yes, yes. The- um, I we believe this list. Uh, they have Zenimax had a few of the big theory crafters over to their headquarters to test a few things earlier, um, and while i don't think they're allowed to talk about it yet or i know they're under nda for a certain point um somebody posted a picture that they got like it looks like a printout on reddit of the warden skills so i guess we're going to we're going to talk about those
0: Yes, so I'll just read the what's on the paper. So yeah, yeah, let's, little, let's,
2: let's go down each line, do the line and then the skill, and then we'll talk about it. So
0: it's titled The Warden, a complete guide to your new favorite class. <laughs> Get your byros and graph paper out. It's time to plan your new build with The Warden's full array of new abilities, split up, split up over three brand new skill trees. So, um, the Winter's Embrace skill trees. Best for taking the hits. So, that's going to be your, like your tanking line.
1: Mm
0: hmm. Well, that's, there, you, that's, good, that's good to line. you to know. <laughs> <laughs> skill one, Polar Wind. Use this to blast friends with soothing healing over time or to strike at foes with nasty frost damage.
1: Mm hmm.
0: So, it's an AoE, I guess, heal plus damage thing. It could I don't be... think it.
2: It it might yeah. be like like you said a frontal cone, but the thing that reminds me the closest of that is the uh, r- a ring of retribution from the Templar line that lays down and grants major mending or minor mending or major mending does a dot to anyone standing in it or healing allies. So it's probably just a frontal cone that does either. I would imagine from from what we're what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh in chat Isori and benevolent bard says that uh the warden sheet is apparently from Xbox magazine, Xbox UK, I believe. Gotcha. We gotcha.
2: Well, I'm glad it was that and no one broke the NDA, um, but mm-hmm. uh I'm kinda surprised that they that they had anything, so I mean Take this with a, a grain of salt, guys, because who knows? This actually, you know, may or may not be legit, or
0: it could be subject to change. So keep that in mind. Uh, Sarah says it's a leak, though. I'm well, I'm confused, but how? Is it...
2: it might have been something that they were not allowed to print according to uh, uh, up until a later time. Like there was an embargo, because I know. Um, obviously, if you've been following our Twitter, we also had Nate, a.k.a. Misa, out uh, during the UK event out there um, and where he got to sit down and talk with a bunch of the Elder Scrolls Online developers, and he's going to be bringing that over here to Tails, but there is an embargo on that until, I think, the 24th. There's a lot of that information. A few sites and stuff have information from those events, but we're not allowed to actually talk about them until later mm-hmm. on. So if it is a leak, that might be something that was given to the Xbox UK magazine, but they're told hey, you can't show this until whatever date and probably some employee or something got a hold of like a, a copy that wasn't ready for
0: shelves yet and 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 you know, said, Here you go guys, check it out, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you know you know in either case we got the information, so Yeah. And it is uh, what it is. Uh Bo in chat pretty much
2: said Gina confirmed it was true. Um and that, you know, it's a shame that they leaked
0: it, but it is what it is. So Mm-mm. yeah. Anyway, so uh skill two Ice Fortress. Get an icy shell over your torso with this skill and you'll get a meaty buff to your armor rating. So I guess this is basically what the spiked armor does. Yeah, gives you major endurance or whatever the uh, the um, name for it is. Yeah,
2: I know what you're a major. Was it resolve? I think, but yeah, I know ah, what you're talking
0: about. It's the yeah. it's the major resolve and major ward. Yep, there we go.
2: All right, and that's so. good.
0: Nice. Yeah, it's 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 necessary. Yeah, well, tanking. every
2: class, well, a tanking class needs some way of getting that right, like. It's probably one of the only ways that you're able to... Not only ways, but one of the best ways to hit the resistance cap um, is with using those abilities. So you need those at points.
0: So skill tree, impaling shards, need to move enemies around. This activates a snare so that you can yank to your heart's content. Now, um... I don't know how this will work, but if I understand this correctly, you'll be able to like grab an enemy and throw him to another location or something like that. Is it kind of like a reverse chains? Is that kind? of... I'm not sure because I mean, does "doesn't yank" mean like pull or push? Yeah, it does. Or... Yeah, yeah, yank is generally and so yank to your heart's content and the need to move enemies around. I don't know, I feel like this will allow us to, like, grab an enemy to my left and throw it into Nova, let's say. I don't know. Right. I'm not sure.
2: I'm curious. Well, I mean, I was going to say, almost, it doesn't really matter. Bosses are immune to a lot of that stuff anyway, but um, Mm -hmm. it makes sense. Skill
0: 4, Crystallized Shield. Summons exactly what you think it would, buffing your armor and making you even harder to kill. Um, un- If Ice Fortress and this one both gives major resolve, then they won't stack and they become useless.
2: All right. Well, you generally would only need to pick one
0: anyway, so... Yeah, I don't know why it's... What's the difference between Ice Fortress and this one? Maybe one of them is major resolve and the other one is minor resolve. You know
2: what what this reminds me the most of? Those mages that when you attack them they put down that wall. Maybe it's a placement thing. Like Hmm. you could place it and as long as you're hiding behind it that wall absorbs spells you know like the mages do because like while that spell is up it absorbs damage so they don't take it. So any spell or something redirected hits that wall and it eats the damage of that Hmm. rather than you taking the damage. So it could be almost like a like that wall we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. right?
0: And that would be yeah, that would be useful. I mean these explanations are written in a fun way rather than actually be the explanation. Yeah, yeah, we're not seeing a tool tip here. Mm-hmm.
2: We're seeing yeah. a an Xbox magazine for people who obviously Elder Scrolls Online is very big on Xbox uh, one of the biggest MMOs out there, given they don't have a whole lot for consoles. So, I mean, you're, you're not really dealing with a huge market there. But the, the fact of the matter still remains that they're trying to show off and get people who aren't maybe into the tooltip of it and go, hey, this is just what it does. It's
0: cool. You'll like it. Enjoy. You know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Okay. So, skill five, Frozen Device. Drop the ring onto the ground, and any enemies that step onto it will be teleported to you. Ideal for keeping monsters off of your group's healer. Now, this one I like. So you could put that on
2: the ground, and then, like, your healer could stand in it. And if yeah. anything
0: goes near it, it'll get ported to you. Mm-hmm. I oh. mean, it it would, it would help with the bosses that uh, spawn lots of adds. Yeah. Or, like, uh, yeah. the Maw floor cage second... Um, Second boss that spawns tigers uh, or panthers yes. that you can actually taunt, but you can crowd control. So uh, you could drop this around, and those tiger, those panthers would keep teleporting to you, and you can CC them when they are next to you. So I don't know; it could it could be fun, it could be useful. Can you
2: imagine it in PvP, though, man? Oh my goodness, the amount of uh, the amount I'm of. Not I'm seeing it as like a focus fire type thing, like being able to pull people to you and then having your entire team there ready to just nuke it down.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, like, uh, what's the word? Let me regain my, uh, my... would crown, uh, Im... okay, I'm drawing a blank, one second. Okay.
2: No worries, no worries.
0: Every word got jumbled in my mind at the same time. Uh, you know of the immobility potions? Oh, the, the
2: the crowd control immunity.
0: Yes, yes, thank you, that. Yeah. Uh, would that keep you from getting affected by this? I
2: imagine it would, because it, 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 it counts as a crowd control, so yeah. I would imagine it would indeed keep you from actually getting pulled
0: with this. Also, I wonder how many enemies that this thing will um teleport. Like if a group of Aldmeri Dominions just run over it runs over it, will they all just teleport to you or I'm is it sh- just one time one enemy gets in and it's it's destroyed?
2: Right. Of- yeah. Or also the timer on it too, like how long does this mm-hmm. thing actually last, you know? Is it something you can lay down like uh the rearming traps that last a minute, or is it something that oh, this guy's on here, or do you have to run it
0: over right away kind of deal, you know? I don't know. Yeah, overall, the, as we said, these are not tool tips, but I guess we'll see. Yeah,
2: no, and I mean, this is meant to be, you know, a, a fun little discussion about it, not necessarily yeah. a, a diehard, this is how it's going to work kind of thing. This is just us going, hey, this was leaked, this was in the news because it was leaked, and... Let's just theorycraft about it with a very simple explanation and
0: kind of figure out, hey, how's this going to work? It's just for fun. I mean, I don't think it would overall be useful in PvP. Uh, Yeah, it depends on how many enemies it gathers or how visible this thing is.
2: Yeah, but Benevolent actually made a good point in chat saying about maybe it'll end up like the uh, Nightblade Fear Trap, where it's like up to three people. Like, I'm sure there will be a cap on it, but, you know, what is that cap? And if they're trying to keep it so that it's not too overpowered, they'll probably bring it in line with other, you know, crowd control abilities, so I could see that up to three being something you could do.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it it could be fun. We'll get to other skills as well, but this class feels like... It'll be a lot of moving around and both you and moving the enemies around as well. So uh, it feels like it'll be a dynamic class, which I enjoy. So um, I'm I'm hopeful. Very nice. Very nice. All right. I think now we're up to the ultimate now, right? Yes. And that is Sleet Storm. This spell covers a large area and buffs any party members caught in the blast with protection, perfect for opening a boss encounter. It also deals spikes of damage on enemies in the blast zone, so it can be used to clear mobs of enemies or to draw a threat to yourself and away from squishier friends, which is you.
2: I might not be on uh, video right now, but the little Nordling has something to say, don't you? Uh. Yeah? You want to say hi to everybody? <laughs> you don't want to hit the mute button. You want to say hi? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how many people are... You want to say hi again? No? Want to say hi? (laughs) No, he wants to hit the mute button. He likes the mute button. (laughs) There you go, buddy. Oh, now he's got stuff to say.
0: (laughs) So, okay. So, Sleet Storm. Yeah. Uh, So, this is both uh, damage mitigation or... um, Well, not damage mitigation, but it's more sounds like a damage shield. Since it says, perfect for opening a boss encounter.
2: Okay, so is it kind of going to be like your magma shield, or is it going to be more like Nova, where it's like, I
0: think it's a larger magma shield with a larger area.
2: I'm thinking what it's going to be is kind of like a combination of magma shield and Nova, where it's a ground placement. So it's not like magma shield where you you drop it. Or you activate it and it's on you and then you know hits people around you or anything like that. I think it's going to be something more like Nova where you'll get a targeting reticule you'll throw it on the ground and in that area you get this giant sleet storm and while you're in it, as soon as you enter it you get a damage shield and maybe uh, the damage shield refreshes while you're in it, maybe if it's tiny you know what I mean? Like So you go in it, all of, of a sudden the second you're in it, you get a 5k damage shield just, just mm-hmm. throwing a number out there uh, the thing lasts for, I don't know, 12 seconds. Every three seconds, it refreshes. So, you know what I mean? Like, you get a 5K, if you lose yeah, yeah, it.
0: but... Guys, ahead. I still think this is centered on the caster because as Benevolent about and Chad mentions, uh, this is probably the um, ability that we saw in the trailer. Like, the warden guy blasts everywhere in an icy, smoke whatever. Well, is it that
2: one, or is it the one where when the Dwemer uh, construct is attacking them? But, you know, doing the fire thing, and he's sitting there holding up that shield?
0: That might be crystallized shield, actually. Okay. But, yeah, now that you mention it.
1: Yeah, I don't no, know but, uh, I
0: mean, this, this one it also deals damage. This lead storm also supposed to be dealing damage, so that uh, the blast, the protection and everything it does sound like it's the one from the trailer and it could be the centered on the caster.
2: Right. And that would make sense. I could, I could see that too. So, um, definitely. I mean, I'm very excited and I know you're going to really like that. Um, kind of on topic with this, but not, um, how do you feel about the frost staff
0: being able to be a tanking weapon? That just screams Warden. Yeah, I was happy about it. And I really wanted to get a build together so that I can try tanking with the Frost Staff. Like, Frost Staff on one bar and one and then Shield on the other bar. bar. Well, I mean... I didn't get a chance to actually try it. But overall, it does feel like uh, they may have done it just because the Warden is on the way. And maybe they wanted to set the theme for it. Right.
2: Well, I mean, the thing is, uh, everything has to be usable for every other class Mm -hmm. as well. I mean, yeah, they might have set it up because, yes, it's very Warden themed, but it doesn't mean that other classes can't use it as well to tank with. And I mean, given that, um, given that your caster or dk's use a lot of magicka just because a lot of their stuff is probably magica based you could do a lot of magicka
0: morphs and probably make a caster tank which would be really neat you know could be i mean we don't know the passives as well it there might be passives that um buff uh, magica, or perhaps maybe somehow get bonus from the frost staff i don't know right Right. Well, I mean,
2: obviously, if the passive, yeah, we don't know anything about the passives, but if you get anything that you know buffs frost damage, that's probably where you're going to want a, an ice staff, mm-hmm. right? Just because, yeah. you know, why wouldn't you want that extra damage or whatever it would cause? I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why lightning staff is only really viable on sorks because of the lightning passives they get no one else has those passives so it's kind of like eh is it really you know fire staff trumps it in most cases but on sorks it actually could be a viable main dps Mm -hmm. weapon just because
0: of the the passive designed around it yeah i mean they might be going for the idea of making frost staff more useful in the game overall and that would make sense. The frost damage bonus uh, would make sense, I guess, in that regard. Right. Okay. So that was the uh, that was the frost line, the tanky line. Yeah. The winter's embrace. Winter's embrace. All right. And uh, the second skill line is green balance, best for healing your buddies. Okay. So it's this. This
2: warden leaves me with a very templar. Type line mm. because it looks like they have a tank line, you know. Then they have a uh, a healer line, and then you know a damage They're DPS tons line. Of damage, yeah. Um, just like just like the templar does with its, you know, its restoring light. Um, is its healing? Adric Spear is its, you know, is is tank and 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 uh, um more of the tanky melee type stuff and you know of course damage as well but then you have Dawn's light which is all Magicka DPS so
1: mm-hmm. hmm.
2: all right
0: let's uh let's continue that one skill 1 fungal growth not nearly as awful as it sounds the skill <laughs> lets you heal friends in a cone in front of you okay so it's a cone it's a cone heal yeah it's a thing. Yeah. yeah cone
2: heal um I'm I'm kind of glad that they're doing this. One of the one of the things that I am not fond of, and I know probably a lot of Templars out there will be very mad at me, breath of life being smart heals. I hate the idea mm-hmm. of smart heals, especially since everything else in this game is you know action and target. These ones are just like you hit it and it it's you know it, it doesn't really require skill. It's just spamming a button. But at least conals you'll have to
0: line up who you're trying to heal. So, yeah. but then again skill two comes in play healing seed pop these into the ground and the flora fiora uh, is it flora or fiora uh flora
2: think, uh, flora
0: flora okay and the flora that grows will steadily heal near be nearby buds over time this isn't the skill i wanted to mention so all that skill two comes into play thing goes went to waste
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i mean that it, it's uh it's a uh, it's essentially healing springs mm-hmm. that, that's essentially what it is it's a themed healing springs that's the best way i can describe yeah. it really so i mean that is cool
0: um definitely very yeah. cool uh well, i wanted to mention skill 3 so then the skill tree comes into play living vines this seeks out the team member with the lowest health for a dose of life juice. so you put this you cast this and it just finds the lowest health member and heals it. It's a smart heal just yeah. just like breath of life.
2: <laughs> it's a breath of life. And I I see uh Malevolent Bele- in chat pretty much saying he's excited to see the animations. The animations are definitely something that'll be pretty cool and very nature themed, so I'm 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 hoping that they uh they they play with those as well. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm I'm definitely going to make a a warden myself. Um, it will probably be a character I play, but I,
0: I, I, you can't get me away from my Templar. Sorry, I'll probably go full Warden. I don't know. Nice. It's it's the Winter's Embrace. I have to I have to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, skill four: Green Lotus, a lovely blooming flower visual effect. Yes, but also a powerful damage buff. Okay, is that um... damage one? all right all right i don't, I don't know it will grow flowers on your head and suddenly you are dealing more damage
2: unless it's a rose with thorns <laughs> you, yeah. and that's probably what i'm I think of most when I think of uh that type of ability is something along akin to um the thorn spell in world of Warcraft where it was like a damage shield but this is this isn't a damage shield it's it's a um uh, probably gives you major savagery
0: or something. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Skill yeah. 5, Nature's Grasp. Distant friend in a deep doo-doo. This skill pulls you directly to them for timely life-saving when needed fast. Huh. So it's a reverse chain that you can use on your friend instead of enemies.
2: Right. Um. That could be fun. Guild Wars 2 had something like this. Um on their guardian line their guardian which was the closest thing to a uh, a paladin or a templar um they had charges but they had one specific charge that didn't charge the enemy it charged the nearest ally uh with the lowest health and it would when you got there it would heal for a small amount so that's ex- it's a reverse charge for healing that's that's actually really cool i like that so I yeah, am seeing I... a
0: lot of this mobility you were talking about mm. earlier. I mean it could it could be really useful in tanking as well, while tanking as well. Oh yeah. To jump from friend to friend. It can get useful, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The ultimate secluded grow. This billowing ability sees trees. Uh, sees three slowly grow in a circle around you for huge health rejuvenating hills for any friends milling milling about inside. Okay, so it's it's barrier, essentially. I guess so. Yeah.
2: It's kinda like what it sounds like. like sure. It creates mm-hmm. a giant dome and anything inside that dome is getting big heels, so um and uh benevolent thank you so much for being in chat thank you and uh we'll see you later man uh one of our chat one of our yep. active chat people had to leave kids thankfully thais is taking care of <laughs> ours i heard mine yelling earlier he was up here talking but he wanted to hang out but it's close to his bedtime so mama's like nope yeah. you gotta go to bed and he's like Uh uh-uh, i'm gonna fight so you know that's that's what we heard earlier all right. Huh. <laughs> it, it's a, it's the heal ultimate. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it it the Templar has one where it's, you know, you essentially are standing around and you're just pulsing healing, so it's
0: it's similar to that just nature themed as per the Warden. So, uh, as mentioned, I'm really excited about the animations of these because like trees slowly growing in a circle. Crystallized shields, living vines, and all those things sound like you know it'll take a lot of animation work. And since this is two, three years after the release, and they got you know they even did the animation improvements at some point, etc. It might uh, the, the animations for this class might be way better than the current ones. This Instead, is true. It is a more experienced and stuff like that.
2: Very true, very true indeed. Because um, yeah, we haven't seen new animations um, since the the you know the great smoothing animation effects mm-hmm. that they were trying to work on earlier. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, and hopefully we'll see something, um, see some really cool effects. Uh, so we're on our final line now, which is the iconic one. I guess it's the animal companions. What is that?
1: Yep. What it's
0: called? animal companion. Best for dealing out tons of damage. Right. Skill 1 is Screaming Cliff Racer. Once upon a time these haranguing beasties were discouraged of our existence. Now they are our spike damage dealing beasties.
2: Uh, the the dread of playing Morrowind. Um, <laughs> not the expansion, like the Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind and dealing with the millions and millions and millions of plate or uh, sky racers that were out
0: there, um, ugh, they were awful.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I, I, I'm not getting any flashbacks because, as you know, I haven't played more. Oh, uh, in- uh, <sighs>
2: you're killing me,
0: <laughs> killing me, smells. Um, Sorry.
2: <laughs> I now, do you think these are actually going to be static pets, like? like uh, the Sork pets are, that are, like, toggleable? Or do you think it's going to be an ability where you call them, they jump in, attack, and go from there? I
0: hope they are um, toggleable, like the sorcerer skills. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how Cliff... Ra- you know, summoning a Cliff Racer just for one strike might look quite, I don't know, rushed. Uh, a yeah. Cliff swooping down, attacking, and just going back up. And since there are no cooldowns in other scrolls online except for the ultimates spamming the skill might get um weird you know i see asari
2: in chat saying it is not a toggleable so i'm curious if it's like you said if it's going to be something like like you said is it is a spamble where you hit it and all of a sudden this cliff racer comes and just like you know attacks the thing or
0: you mm-hmm. know I don't know. I mean it could get funny, but overall after a while it could get annoying as well. I don't know. I hope it's talkable, but
2: it could uh Nerdman brought up it might also have a channel. Like if is it a channelable attack hmm. where when you're hitting it you're in a, a channel thing. Um it it you know it, it attacks until you mm-hmm. break
0: the channel or the channel finishes. Um Isari again says, I think they said in the announcement stream that there are attacks while the bear is persistent summon. Right. So I guess it's pretty much that they are not uh, pets, but attacks. Right. Well, I guess, I mean, it could work. It
2: depends how it looks. Like, it all yeah. depends on the animation. If it if it's a weird... Because, you know, I got my picture of what a cliff racer looks like in my head. Is it big? Is it, you know, like, is it going to look weird? Do, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. It You know, if it looks weird, then it's like, oh, well, that's an annoying attack. But,
0: you know, whatever. It, it all depends, right? It all depends on the animation. So... Oh, skill two. Yeah. Subterranean assault. Summon an underground turtle beast. A Hajmota, if you need to know. Yeah. And it'll arc forward in a stunning line of hurt. We already have this animation in the game. In the... One of the dungeons with Hajmota as a boss,
2: right? So we just get to use it as an attack, then. So yeah, yeah. And on a
0: small scale, smaller scale, but
2: it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Again, it, some of these lines, and, and it's not saying you're going to be using all of them either. In all, in all likelihood, you'll probably use a couple of them, but you'll probably still end up using weapon lines and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're going to be sitting there being the ultimate beast master either. I mean, not saying you couldn't, but you probably wouldn't be super effective if you did. So
0: yeah, take that into account. All right. Skill tree, growing swarm bees, bees. Well, actually they are Fletcher flies, but they hurt whoever you send them after. So just picture bees and you're on the right track. Okay. So it's bees. Uh, It's a swarm damage over time, I guess.
2: Yeah, it makes sense. I could see that. I mean it's uh probably no different than bat swarm on the vamp.
0: hmm
2: You know, it's like uh oh, you see little bats or bugs flying around you and then if you're by them you're taking damage. That that's it's bat swarm, that's fine. They already had emanation for that. All you have to really do is change the pixel art for the bats into
0: bees or flesh flies and you're fine. Skill four bull niche. Activate this, and the floating netch will hover by your side, recovering your stamina for you. Cheers, you disgusting ball of flesh, you.
2: Okay, so while the netch is kind of like, uh eh, okay. Recovering my stamina? I am jealous. I am so <laughs> jealous. Not gonna lie. I... I would kill for a stamina regen, like, you know... Um, <laughs> Because, you know, that that's one of the big things on my, my Templar is, especially as the stamina, is if I run out, I'm done. You know, like, um, and of course, I mean, there's ways of getting it back, the heavy attacks, et cetera, et cetera. But it, it's still a matter of, it, it's hard to recover, and, and we don't have a lot, DKs have a lot of recovery, right? Like, tons of recovery. For getting resources back yeah. Templars just we don't have
0: a lot of anything <laughs> so um. I wonder if this is a forced recover or is it just increases your uh, stamina regeneration because if it increases your stamina regeneration then it won't work while uh, you are blocking the shield but if it's forced recovery like it like the engine guardians uh, stamina Boost or something like that. Yeah,
2: no. Well, that that's a flat amount. The animation's there, Mm -hmm. but it's a flat amount. I'm wondering if it's something more akin to that, where it's a flat amount, because you have that, you have the mechanic already with the dark exchange with sorts, Mm -hmm. where they can convert magica and or health into magica or vice versa. Um, I'm thinking it's the exact same thing, right? It's just there's an animation of a Bull niche comes out and a green line goes between you and the Bull Netch.
0: Yeah. I mean, if, it, if it's uh, like that, then it could be very useful while tanking as well. Because one problem is that if you are constantly blocking, your stamina just drops and drops and doesn't regenerate. Right. And if this is going to be a more of a Magicka tank class... Uh, with all the uh, Winter's Embrace skills being magica, if they are. Uh, I'm sure that, that some to, will have a get, stamina
2: morph, but yeah.
0: Getting that extra stamina will be really helpful yeah. in that case. Yeah, definitely. So skill 5, Bird of Prey. Gotta go fast? This skill increases movement speed. Though whether that's for running away or for barraging, barraging into a fight, it is up to you.
2: Okay, all right. So it's it's re- retreating maneuvers, just yep. just you know, themed with you know. Sounds
0: very underwhelming as a class skill, but mm. oh, it probably a class have skill, other bonuses. Do though.
2: I agree. I agree. That is kind of. But then again, people people spend their time on uh, like with retreating maneuvers. So I mean. I'm sure there'll be morphs that maybe, you know, like for the first three seconds or the first hit is always a, a crit, you know, the, the, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like they can add to the morphs to make it more, you know, Hey, this is more than just, I'm running away or whatever the case may be. Um, but movement speed is definitely something that's really, you know, I really like that. And in PVP is something that is helpful, you know,
0: Hmm. I mean, if it, maybe if it's, doesn't go away like the uh, retreating maneuver when you get attacked or attack someone or something like that. I so
2: think it's, it's going to be shorter than retreating maneuver. I think it's going to be like a like for five seconds. You you got major expedition. Like but it's going to be short, meant for quick I mean, sprint mm-hmm. kind of things. I don't. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't don't say there is. But I'm th- you know retreating maneuvers is you know however long it is 20 seconds i think it is and unless you yeah. get attacked this i think is meant for short like 5 seconds but you know it even if you're attacked it doesn't matter mm-hmm. um you could also attribute it to the 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 sorcerer teleport move like you can do that while in combat to get get away so
0: yeah so the ultimate skill of course the wild guardian the bear unlike the time Unlike the timed spirit creatures that you summon with your other skills, this wild beer will stick with you until death. We are told to expect a streamlined control system which allows us to command it to attack things on our behalf. We wish we had one one for the OXM office. (laughs) Oh, that's just their flavor text.
2: Um, Okay, so they're pretty much saying to expect that we're going to get some sort of control scheme. Yes. To be able to order the bear rather than it just Mm -hmm. following us around.
0: And that Um, was my problem with the bear ultimate, that we wouldn't be able to control it. That's my problem with my
2: sort pets right now. Like, there's a (laughs) lot of times in IC, I'm like, where did my clan fear go? And it's over attacking something. It's like, ugh. The only way to really get it to stop is to de-summon it, which is a pain in the butt. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of
0: glad that they're it also, changing that. It also says how the other uh, skills work too. Since they, it calls them unlike the timed spirit creatures that you summon with your other skills. So um, we were talking about the Screaming Cliff Racer, about it being spamming. But it could be a damage over time kind of thing as well. You summon it and it hangs around for five seconds, let's say. Right, yeah, I didn't even think about that.
2: Like, you'll see it swooping at the target every couple seconds to do damage. Mm. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't. I'm glad you said that. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Yeah. I, I highly doubt we're going to see something like all of a sudden you hit it, the bird pops up, attacks, and then you just <laughs> keep hitting, just, you know, spamming 9,000 birds. I think it's going to be similar like what you said, where, you know, you put a dot on the target and it's like, you know, um, uh, cliff racers are attacking you.
0: You know, losing health, yeah. kind of deal. Uh, it, it it would be nice, both um, animation-wise and uh, usefulness-wise, I guess. Right. But maybe, did that control mechanism, I don't know how they are going to implement it. I can't think of a way as of right now, but I'm sure they'll f- figure something out. Right. Well, a lot and a lot of the problem is you
2: have to consider consoles in the fact if it was, if this were Mm -hmm. just a PC only game, not, not as huge of an issue because you could just add a whole other bar, like a third bar you could switch to. Mm -hmm. Um, well, even the control screens a little different. I'm thinking like world of Warcraft with a pet bar, but because you don't have a mouse pointer unless you enter mouse mode, which makes it kind of hard to do combat. Um, yeah, that that would be a difficulty I I didn't quite think of, but yeah, there there is going to be some challenges, and I'm excited to see exactly how they're going to go around this.
0: So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. But oh yeah, well, we'll, we'll there, definitely. There are a bunch see. of ways they can. There are a bunch of ways they can do it, and right. I'm prob I'll probably be happy with any of them. So. <laughs>
2: You're just you're like I just love the Warden so much already. Yeah. I don't I don't. They can do no wrong. They will be amazing. I don't I
0: don't even care about the green balance and animal companion skill lines. I am all all about the winter's embrace.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> our, our,
0: I wonder if you'll be able to get a bear though to help you tank. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know. If there is a control mechanism, then the bear could be useful while tanking. That's for sure.
2: Well, I mean, in my build, I well, I don't generally use any of my ultimates uh, just because there's better ultimates from other lines. But a lot of people, just because just because I'm a stamina DPS, doesn't mean I won't put Nova on my bar. You know what I mean? Like, Nova's useful as a as an ability. So maybe Bear would be helpful for tanking.
0: Yeah. You know? Or that Secluded Grow for, you know, instead of Magma Shell keeping me alive while respawning someone, uh, that Secluded Grow could be used in that regard as well. Right. Keep me alive while I'm idle with someone.
2: Right. And I I guess it would also depend on
0: uh,
2: how the damage is calculated. Yeah. A lot of the reason, like, why we didn't use the one one attack, um, the Radical Sweep, from the Aedric Spear Spearline on Templar is because for the longest time, if you were a Stamina, like, a lot of people are like, oh, that, you know, one of them's like, oh, you use it, you take less damage. Well, that sounds like a tank move, but it was based off Magicka. It's like, well, unless you have a lot of magica, it does no damage, so there's better ultimates to have. When they changed it to count as physical, a lot more people started using it because it was actually, you know, benefited
0: from their stats. Right, so I mean, uh, I expect this class to change back and forth for the first five or six months, anyway. So,
2: oh, there will definitely be a lot of play, especially when it hits the PTS when they're actively testing. Um, and I guess that that's actually a conversation we should probably have at some point. Um, I wonder if they're actually going to put this on the PTS or if it'll be a whole other server. Because are they going to want people to? experience the storyline and everything before it's ready like or before it go before launch day because i know some games don't do that they either do private invites or will disable entire things like you'll log into the server and they'll be like okay today we're testing uh battlegrounds and when you log in that's the only thing that's active
0: i would say they do it like that i mean that would make sense like perhaps just make the um Mechanics, new mechanics available, like warden class or PvP battlegrounds, new skills, new balance issues, whatever uh, they are adding. But keep the story out of PTS. I don't know. Maybe put a blockade on the road to that. I mean, you could just disable.
2: You could disable the quest too, just so she doesn't give it out or Mm -hmm. whatever. But yeah, or they
0: can do it. Some like um, uh, add something to the crown store or to your account, uh, like a quest starter item. That you only get from uh, pre-ordering or obtaining the uh, Morrowind expansion. Right. So only those with the expansion and that special item can access the access and start the quest. And the rest, it says something like, "I don't know, you are not worthy of this quest. Go away." Right. That well, kind of deal. Yeah, I, I mean, know. there's ways you get around it mm-hmm. if that's
2: what they wanted to do, but. We don't really know one way or the other if that's something they're even considering at this point. Maybe they just don't care. But this is the first time we're actually getting, you know, what is considered a full-fledged expansion versus just a, a DLC patch. So um, I'm just curious how they're going to handle it. But Warden, fun times indeed, I think. So, Hopefully. Uh, well, you'll, you'll probably like it anyway, just period. <laughs> I don't even think you care at this point. Just be Possibly. like, "Nope, just that's what I'm. That's what I'm playing, guys. Sorry, <laughs> see you later." Um, now
0: I've already decided. that.
2: <laughs> I've already decided that this only, is what I'm going to do. The only thing
0: that would keep me from playing Warden at this point in my mind is that the animations being ugly or annoying or something like that. Right. But if I can see that frost, the ice. Done, I'm I'm down. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it makes sense.
2: Um, all right. Well guys, that is pretty much the end of uh, Tales of Tamriel for this week. I mean I didn't think we were gonna have a long show. We only had three tiny news topics and I was sick and yet we're still coming up on the two hour mark. Oh, so. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ark, this is what happens when you and I get together and you know, start talking Tamriel and everything like that. I mean,
0: it, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad it happens.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it definitely flows, but we're hitting that two hour Mark. And, uh, so I really hope everyone has enjoyed this episode of tales of Tamriel. It was really fun. I really enjoyed myself. Um, I believe it's going to be next week. Uh, keep your ears open. Cause like I said earlier, uh, Nate, AKA Misa, um, One of our uh, members over here at DCN, one of our DCN crew, who also is on our podcast whenever he's available. I know you haven't seen him every week. He's not an every week kind of guy, only because of schedule and whatnot. But uh, he is a very important part of the Tales of Tamriel crew, and we do encourage him to come on whenever he has the time. So whenever he does, he will be on. And he was able to sit down with some of the developers at their e uh, EU event that they had this past, uh, week. And he's got a lot of stuff he wants to share with you guys and the community. So, uh, keep in mind, I think that'll probably be next week, but I have to confirm with him on that just to make sure. Um, but, uh, he's definitely has some really cool stuff. So keep that in mind. We will get him on here. ASAP to tell us all the fun stuff once he can do so.
0: Um, Anything else, Ark, from you? I think we're... Not from me. I had fun. Um, it was great. I'm looking forward to the next week or whenever Nate is available with all those um, possible new information. And I'll I'll be getting ready for that, sleeping a lot, eat a lot of coffee, <laughs> and all that. <laughs> nice.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching Tales of Tamriel, listening to us wherever you do, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and or other podcast feeders of your choice. Check out our website, dungeoncrawlernetwork.com, YouTube, Facebook, by that same name. Uh, thank you so much for our Patreon supporters. You guys are the best. We do have a Patreon giveaway, by the way. Uh, to one of our lucky supporters, we are giving away a collector's edition of Marwind. Our drawing will be in May for anyone who is supporting us. So thank you so much. You guys rock. Keep listening. Hope you enjoy. We will see you next week in Tamriel. See you later, everybody. Have a great,
0: great night. Have a good night, everyone.
1: A serpent lights the ancient sky A thread of tainted stars Evil stirs and in its wake The souls of mortals sway So